0: Welcome, everyone, to Streams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Tim. Uh,
1: I got nothing to say.
0: (laughs) Nothing? Not got anything interesting?
1: Yeah, I was going to try to say a quote from the movie, but good lord. I don't think I can (laughs) remember anything anyone said in this. Oh, dear. I I love the idea that someone clicks on this episode,
0: or a similar episode, where you've equally had nothing to say at the start. (laughs) <laughs> and they're trying to gauge if it's worth listening to any more of it based on the intro <laughs> and they get to well, you, you saying hello and it's just uh, uh nothing okay well, uh. Get, well
1: <laughs> it's uh I, I can't speak for other ones but this one's worth it <laughs> I mean, it has to be we we had to i mean we watched it so I,
0: i'm just saying you turn people away in droves Turn. that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying oh.
1: <laughs> As long as, uh, it still counts as a view if they watch the first 30 seconds, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, average view time is a
0: factor in how they share is out, to <laughs> it's, it's kind of an important detail. Um, <laughs> Alright, this is uh, Screams After a minute, This is our horror movie podcast. We get together, we've watched the movie, we talk about it. It's really that simple. And this episode, which is part of our October thon you know, we're doing a bunch of extra episodes for October. We had a goal on Patreon, patreoncom mailfesttv if you want to go check that out. But we had a goal that if we hit three hundred dollars, I think it was, we would do House of the Dead. We, or actually, that be more specific, it was to do a new ball film. Uh, House of the Dead itself was picked uh, on a on a stream that we did together uh, last yeah. month or so. And, and to be fair,
1: I, I do not believe I was originally part of this goal.
0: I mean, it didn't specify streams after midnight, <laughs> but you got roped into it,
1: so. Um, the movie that was picked out of
0: Uwe bull's Uvra. Uh, oeuvre, oeuvre. Yes. O- Oeuvre's oeuvre. <laughs> Oeuvre's Uvra. Was House of the Dead, which is from 2003. And this was the first Uwe bull film I'd ever heard of, because it was kind of, mm-hmm. this was kind of the start of his golden era, where for this to the end of the decade well, was that's, based... Uh... That's a that's a bit of a phrase. <laughs> and what I mean by that is this is you know where I started hearing about him, and then from this onwards to about the end of the decade, maybe about twenty twelve perhaps, uh, mm. that was kind of the era where he just kept pumping out movies, like three movies, four movies a year, somehow conning the, the banking system in Germany into giving him money
1: for for these bad movies. Yeah. I mean, he has to be a con man, right? I don't like there's no other way that this makes sense about how these movies get made. Well, he... Uh, Because the the loophole that he was exploiting in the banking system
0: uh, ended. They closed it. And notably, ever since then, he's basically made nothing. Uh, He famously did a Kickstarter, which no one funded, and then he made a video (laughs) telling everyone they were effing idiots and how he hates them all for not funding (laughs) his movie.
1: Now, uh, also, I I mean, since you seem to know a lot about him, uh, is is he a a gamer? (laughs) Does he like love video games? What's going on here? You would think he does, given that he's. <laughs> he, I mean, he must have made like, what, at least half a dozen video game adaptations? Maybe a dozen, even, to be honest. I mean, yeah, like the majority of his stuff seems to be based on video games.
0: You know, three, three Blood Rain movies. Uh, obviously, House of the Dead. He did Postal. I think it was a Postal 2. Yeah. Uh, and then Alone in the Dark. That's. A, oh, there a you game go, movie. yeah. Alone in the Dark. He also did. um. I want to say In the Name of the King. Is that a video game? I think that may be a video game. Uh, I have no idea, but maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He, d- he, d- he did a lot of crap. It was notable about him as well as he, he. he seemed to get a lot of actual actors in his yeah. films. Like, you know, I, this is my second of of both films. For some reason, despite the fact that I watch a lot of bad movies, <laughs> despite the fact that we are known for, you know, trudging through the shit. I somehow avoided watching any of his films and it was only when we hit a goal a while ago uh, the first time we hit a goal that unlocked a Nova Bowl review I did one with Connor we did Blood Rain and that was the first Nova Bowl film I'd ever seen so this is now the second one I've seen um have you seen Uh, a lot of
1: these these films is this I I saw this when it when it um I I didn't see it in theaters I, I don't think but I think I saw it on like home video just out of curiosity uh and because i think i was still working at blockbuster oh yeah no i must have been working at blockbuster at the time uh actually when did this come out like 2003 Oh wait actually no i guess i wouldn't have been working there then um i, I rented it eventually at some point and then uh laughed at it because it's a very bad movie and then uh i think i did the same when uh alone in the dark came out uh and at that point i would have been working at blockbuster um but then i think that's it i might have seen some of blood brain, but I don't, I don't think I actually like sat down and watched the whole thing. Maybe I might've had it on the background or something. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I might've done the same thing with Blubberella, uh, which I'm assuming is a, uh, original concept by him. Um, but yeah, I think that was kind of my breaking point <laughs> with, uh, his, his movies yeah um
0: yeah he did three in the name of the king movies he did three blood rain movies he did a film called auschwitz which to be honest coming from him i i i I can't say i'm excited by the prospect of it um (laughs) he did far cry i forgot he did a far cry movie that's right jesus
1: i don't even know half of these existed (laughs) i know
0: He's, he's done so much crap uh Wait, actually, is there four and in the Name of the King movies? There might be four. <laughs> but either way, done a lot of stuff. The, but notably, he 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 made one movie in 2016, because he, he made nothing in 2015. He made one um, movie in 2016 and he's made nothing since. So, the, you know, his, his funds dried up. He couldn't make any more I movies.
1: I mean, he can't uh, live off the royal, royalties he's made from these movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm sure these are all making tons of tons of money right. uh
1: so like the that that's what is is kind of uh weird about it though like he's certainly a, a horrible filmmaker but um i don't know in in a much more like annoying way like it doesn't have the charm of something like the room uh nope. you know and it's like uh yeah like for whatever reason he does actually get like the the strange thing is it seems like he should have done like movies that got like worse and worse but for some reason it seems like his movies got like bigger budgets better stars bigger releases for some reason like like eventually it hit like a plateau and started going down again but like you know i feel like after this like you know alone in the dark i you know had some more notable people and then like yeah like blood rain and the name of the king and stuff like i don't know i I remember like seeing those actually playing in theaters and like having people in them and stuff i don't know
0: yeah, I don't remember the name of the king, but I, I do remember alone in the dark and blood rain coming out. I never saw them because they looked terrible. But yeah, uh, I mean, when I saw blood rain, I was shocked that not not only was it terrible acting, but it wasn't funny terrible acting. Like, this is a weird sure. thing where you expect when it's this bad that it's going to be hilarious to watch, and honestly, somehow he achieves like this this fine line of the acting being terrible, the dialogue being terrible, but somehow it's just painfully unfunny as well. Like It's, it's actually really yeah. and I think maybe it's because it's trying to be funny in places. There's, there's, there's things that are supposed to be jokes. On top of that, when I saw Blood Rain, I thought, oh god, like it was filmed in this weird way where it was actually giving me a headache uh, the, the <laughs> visuals, which I mean, the first thing I'll say, I'll, I'll get my one positive out the way of this movie, is that the camera work didn't give me the headache that Blood Rain did, therefore <laughs> this movie is better than Blood Rain. That's, okay. the, that's the nicest thing I'm going to say about it. Blood Rain was worse.
1: Let me ask you a question. Like, uh, every maybe 20, 25 minutes in Blood Rain, did they cut to, like, two seconds of actual video game footage? They did not, no.
0: Okay. Um And you say that. When it gets towards the end of this, it starts doing it, like, every 10 seconds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, it wraps up. Uh, what's weird about it is the opening titles of this have... Uh, like it has like video game footage playing in the background, but they've done like some sort of weird filter on it, so you can barely make it out. Uh, you can only see like the, the bright
1: flashes of light. It's kind of weird. I don't know. What what's kind of funny is like um, like it feels like in other I, mean, you know, it's not like there's like a ton of uh movies based on video games, and then the ones that are generally are not that good. But like I feel like it's something you would complain about in another movie. Like you would say like, man, it's not like the game enough. But like this one, it's like literally using footage from the game and you're like all right we need to do something about this 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 cannot continue yeah which normally it still doesn't really feel at like the game though all that much no, bizarrely no, no, no. Uh, and I, do you have a lot of knowledge about the game like i uh i, I mean i've played i played uh two and three on the wii when i had a wii so i have played some I, of it you know I don't think I have ever played this on an actual console. Like this was like an arcade game, right? Like, yeah, I... it, was, it was
0: a light gun game first, but then it got ported. It got ported to things that could have a light gun accessory. Um, I okay. know the fourth house of the dead got ported to PC, but they changed it to typing of the dead. So instead of shooting the screen, you typed. Oh. You you, you typed the words, the sentences that would come up. You'd have to type them really quickly, and the quicker you type, the more shooting you'd do. Uh, I, I've
1: heard about that. That's interesting. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, this to me uh, just. Yeah, like, when I think about this, I think about um, going to the movie theater, like, you know, 20 minutes early and killing time or something. Like, I don't know. It's a, yeah, and I don't really have, like, too much memory uh, of the game, but it's, I, I can't say if this how faithful this movie is.
0: Yeah, the only thing I can tell you about the game is the lane of dialogue. Uh, we're meeting G over there. That's like a line of dialogue at the start of House of the Dead 2. It's a really bad, We're bad meeting G? Yeah, that's the character's name is G.
1: Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: We're meeting G over there. Or something like that. There's a, there's a really yeah. bad line delivery at the start of the set. Because <laughs> the voice acting is absolute garbage. People make fun of Resident Evil 1's voice acting. It's got nothing on House of the Dead. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, So I actually took notes during this movie. Because I watched okay. it a couple of days earlier and I was worried that I'd forget things. So I've got like a whole... <laughs> page of just stupid things that were occurring to me as i was watching um okay. so the, the, the plot uh, just full spoilers we're not going to do a spoiler free section i mean i mean i think we've made it pretty clear the movie's terrible and yeah you know that's all you need to know about a spoiler free uh so full Don't spoilers uh, thank you to our patron producers at the time of recording uh thank you i'll just do this now thank you to tyler hess cindy Palisades, david short board now al tribesman christopher moy brett williams and david brown there are our Patreon producers uh, right now. Uh, they are all $20 or more on patreon.com slash TV. You can of course support us for as little well as $1 per month and that $1 will get you access to an exclusive extra bonus episode every single month. There's a back catalogue now of probably close to 30 by the end of this month because there's a few extras in October. Um, but you get access to that catalogue for the $1 per month. The $5 per month you get to vote in an episode once per month and you get early access to all the review episodes and then there's more stuff at the higher tier. So go and have a look, see if you're interested. I'll keep all the content coming. It was more people joining Patreon that gave you this
1: UVA Bull film. So As, I, I was gonna say, I can't believe you're thanking people for making you watch this movie. Yes, I
0: kinda hate you all right now, but at, <laughs> the, same, at the same time I also need an
1: income, so it's like <laughs> you know, rocking a hard place, Tim, yeah. rocking a hard place. Uh, you need that you need to save up that money to go to that uh that rave that yes. they're, they're putting the, on the Sega rave. It's actually Sega, because Sega make the video
0: game, of course. It's a Sega rave. There's a big banner saying Sega at it. Cause oh, my, 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 my my first note in this is literally just the word rave with an exclamation point. I don't even know why <laughs> I wrote that down. Like what what made me
1: think about it? But uh, the, never. The, I, I mean, I don't think you. <laughs> Don't go to raves in general but especially don't go to raves on like abandoned islands yes well notably uh this is the same islands that Jurassic park
0: sit on to the point where <laughs> to the point where the guy in the boat even says the same thing from the start of the lost world where he because I and I only know this because they translate it in the lost world but in the lost world is they call it the five deaths but he says it in oh. uh, Spanish and I'm like I recognize that phrase that's the phrase from lost world <laughs> jurassic park this is i don't think it's literally the same island but it's one of those like five islands that are made up of the jurassic park islands interesting okay so um so because later on in the movie there's like a helicopter coming in and the entire time i was just like uh, so oh, i think honestly for this i'm just gonna go through my notes and just try and decipher what i was talking about uh, sure. The my next note is serious narration slash freeze frames there's very serious narration as someone's like oh there was a a rave on the island and they shouldn't have come (laughs) and the visuals are just like crashing waves i think that are freeze framing Mm -hmm. uh and then there's maybe some other stuff freeze framing but yeah it starts off ultra serious but this guy's like maybe they should have missed the boat because if they hadn't charted (laughs) that boat then they'd be alive you know, it's just very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, which turns out is the main character who we don't actually meet in the movie until like thirty minutes or something like that, because he's not part mm-hmm. of the main group that come. He, they meet him yeah. later. Uh, which I I guess is commendable that he's you know this, it's subverting the expectations. Over ball, he's actually secretly a master <laughs> at work.
1: Of course, yeah. Yes. Um, so they can They come to. I say, uh, uh, good luck remembering like any character from this movie. <laughs> That's, well, like, well i'm getting actually somehow okay. i have to, i have three
0: more notes before the, the one that i was about to refer to so i'll get to it in okay, a second. okay. <laughs> uh one of the lines of narration here is he says uh he's describing like his friend and then mentions his friend's girlfriend and he refers mm. to her as pure eye candy but in a very dead serious <laughs> way like it's, it's like he's in a noir he's like he's doing like mm. yes and his girlfriend was uh stella and she was just pure eye candy. And, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like it just comes up very yes. Uh And then I have an exclamation point after the word boobs. This was actually, <laughs> I believe it must have been intercutting with Erica Duran's. We have to talk about mm-hmm. Lois Slane from Smallville, who is in mm-hmm. this movie and is topless basically the entire time. She she almost immediately takes off her top at the beach with a guy and goes into the water. And the guy's like, you know what? That water's kind of cold. I'm not going to do it. You, you just enjoy yourself, love. I'm just going to be <laughs> over here on the beach uh yeah. <laughs> And then you know he, because this was something that was really weirding me out in this movie, and I say weird not in like a like I'm oh I'm weirded out, but in a, a making mm-hmm. sense, did it strike you as odd that at least for the first half of the movie they shot the film like it was a slasher movie, like there was a killer watching from the the bushes? Oh,
1: yeah, and like even like a you know this scene where she's in like the water and it looks like there's someone in the water, yeah, like watching her. It's very strange. <laughs> It's very odd. They, they should have like there's a killer stalking them. And to be yeah. fair, later
0: on, the zombies do hold weapons and like jump over like fences and stuff. So they're more capable than your typical zombies.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be what the like, how what the zombies are like in the game. But like, yeah, they 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 didn't really feel like yeah. what I'm used to in zombies. Which in in other movies might not necessarily be a bad thing. Like it might be like, oh, this is an interesting way to subvert you know, genre tropes or something. But in this, it's just like, what even are these things? So our main group of characters who want to go to the rave, but they've missed the main boat. They're trying to charter this small
0: boat. And we're introduced to Clint Howard's character, who's got a hook for a hand <laughs> and a yellow raincoat. Uh, but Clint Howard's like uh, on the boat. And then we meet his captain, played by <laughs> Jürgen Prochnow from Das Boot, a celebrated like actor oh, who's been <laughs> an Oscar-winning work. And wow. he's here, and yeah, you telling me, Tim, you don't remember his name, what the captain's name is? Uh, I'm sorry, no, <laughs> no. It didn't strike you as memorable that his name was Captain Kirk. Uh, no,
1: because I don't. <laughs> You know i don't care about star trek
0: <laughs> oh but you knew that's where that's what i was from uh, yeah <laughs> so so they say kirk and i was like wait mm-hmm. did they actually call like, the captain captain kirk and then immediately mm-hmm. one of the characters is like oh uh, is the is, is spock here too or something like that he says mm-hmm. and i'm like that th- like there's, there's, made, there's putting in references to things and then there's just like mm-hmm. this is so blatant and over the head that it just I, I don't know it comes out in this other end of just not being funny like remotely
1: yeah i, I Mm. no it's yeah it's not a it's what an unfunny person would think thinks would think would be funny yes (laughs) like like there's a like there's definitely like i don't know like jokes like that that work um you know like like an office space like where you know the guy's name is michael Bolton, and then that's kind of like this whole big thing like yeah that's very funny but like here it's just like here's his name and then yeah characters like your name's like that thing, and they're like, "Yeah," and it's like, "Okay." I know quality like, writing. Can you take us to the island now?
0: <laughs> yes, which they have to—they have to bribe the captain, and then the the police officer lady shows up, and because she's going to do an inspection of the boat, so he bribes them even more to just outrun the law, so they can get to the island. Yeah. And it turns out that he was going to outrun the law anyway because he's, he's got, like, guns on board. He's, he's got, like, he's, he's, he literally smuggles guns and, like, cigars and stuff. Uh, which he has is, a, a chest full of all different guns. Yeah, because you know, if you think someone's smuggling guns, you would think they'd have, like, I don't know, like, say, 50 of the same gun, right? It would know, right. be, like, stock. It would be, like, stock of like, one type of gun. It's literally mm. just a case of random weapons, some of which are very <laughs> high military grade, like, you know... Like proper, like, like big, like chain guns, and yeah. also sort of, like the arsenal of weapons that just that, that happens to be around later in the film is is mm-hmm. quite baffling, quite frankly. Uh, the goofy and, uh, ca- the goofy character vomits a lot. There's like a full on vomit in the face mm-hmm. scene here on the boat.
1: Yeah, and like I mean, not to skip ahead too much, but just like it, while we're talking like about the weapons and stuff, mm-hmm. I love how these um I guess so like college kids who just want to go rave mm-hmm. um are all instantly like great all, marksmen. Yeah,
0: they're all experts like immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: and not even just that they're
0: all experts; they're all experts because like there's a lot of slow motion later on, and like the, everything about it's like hey, look at how good they are with these guns. Like how look at how professional they are. Yeah. How much of a badass <laughs> everyone is? Uh, it's it's really it's so really bad. good. For uh, so when they get to the the island, um, actually no, they're still on the boat, right? And the, 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 you know, the, 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 the eye candy slutty girlfriend, right? Whoever it is, who, t- who we have another, because there's, there's random topless girls at the rave that we've seen already. We saw Erica Durant take her mm-hmm. top off. And just so you know, it's a really classy film. We have then another topless scene here where the girl who gets through, you know, she, she had the vomit hit her, so she's like cleaning her shirt or whatever. And like mm-hmm. Clint Howard comes in and like sees her topless. And she just sort of says, eh, get an eyeful. But the line that I noted down here, is that he's, he's trying to tell the island's dangerous, right? That there's, like, stories about the island that it's, 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 you know, it's evil, it's dangerous. And he says, you're going to need protection. And she responds with, <clears throat> and I quote, it's okay, I'm on the pill. <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> the, the line made me chuckle. I'll, I'll give it, like, I'll give it, like, <laughs> a smidge of a point for having one intentionally
1: kind of funny line. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, The i i did get like a a little defensive for uh clint howard here because you know she's she's like very accusatory of him and like calling him a perv and and stuff but it's like she's just like in this like room in in the middle of the boat like just very clearly shirtless like she's not even like attempting to you know cover up or put a, a towel on i don't know i, I felt a little a little unfair <laughs> okay and and he's not like it's not like he's like leering he is like yeah trying to give her protection from you know the dangers of the island mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yes uh you're sticking up for the the, the,
0: the weird ice cream man clint howard that's fine yeah well, hey you know i i have a
1: soft spot for clint i uh mm. i can't help it i love the guy
0: yeah, there's a lot of weird things. So they get to the the, the island, right? And they they, they try mm. and f- they find the rave. And when they get to the rave, though, there's no one there, right? There's a couple of bloody clothes, mm. and other than like the, I'd say the main girl, everyone like just doesn't even care or thinks it's weird. I'm like, you don't think it's weird that there was meant to be like hundreds of people here, like partying, <laughs> and they're all gone? You don't think that's a little bit strange? Uh, which yeah. leads to some lines of dialogue that really stuck out to me is uh, the goofy guy who vomited earlier says. It's time to groove to some funky tunes all night long. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's what college kids do. And then, he, then at one point he refers to him and his girlfriend doing the, and I quote, humpity bumpity.
1: Well, I mean, what else are you going to call it? <laughs> Come on.
0: Yes. um, I, I don't know. Uh, but then the... Uh, I must have had a bit of a skip here where I didn't take notes for a bit because what I mentioned next here seems a bit further away. Yeah, uh, But eventually zombies show up and all the rest of it. Uh, yeah. At one point they see like a hut and he's like, it looks like it was built a millennia ago and it's like, what? <laughs> it doesn't look ancient. <laughs> it's a wooden hut, but it's not ancient. Uh, all, all sorts of stupid things like that. But yeah, there's a lot of weird lines in this part of the movie um, where I, I got really confused. Um, which, oh, by the way, the the main guy apparently with this group is like the biggest underwear model in America. They mentioned yeah, that casually yeah. at one point. I'm like, wait, what? What? Just... Yeah,
1: because I I like a, at some point he gets like a little like a wound on his cheek or whatever, and he's like, I'm the elephant man now. And I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure you can still be an underwear model, man. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah, and someone brings up uh, the 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 Romero movies at one point here. Uh, and someone refers to it as the holy trilogy i'm like who's just called it that no one calls it that <laughs> I, I actually got really confused i got really frustrated actually because um I, I didn't think they knew what a zombie was because everyone kept sort of like doing that thing where they talk around what they are and then all of a yeah. sudden the main girl's like just just face facts they're zombies Right, and I'm like, yeah. Wait, they know what zombies are. Okay, like everything they did before this point made it seem like no one knew or, or heard of a zombie, right? Then obviously, yeah. in real life, yes, we would be surprised if we saw a zombie because it's a fictional thing, but we'd still have an understanding of what it's supposed to be. We'd still, you know, <laughs> they, they react as if they've never heard of a zombie. But what yeah. gets me is that they've been attacked by zombies. I think like you know, one of the characters at this point, maybe the 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 you know the eye candy girl. She, I think she's dead by this point. So. <laughs> She, she, like, shows up as a zombie and starts to attack them, right? And they're all kind of confused, and they're trying to, like, run and hide. The police lady shows up, and... <laughs> she, right? She just shows up on the island, and with a giant assault rifle, like, shoots her repeatedly, and then walks up, and for some reason puts away her assault rifle, and pulls out a giant magnum, and shoots her in the head. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. She does all this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really emphasising this. She shoots her repeatedly with a rifle pulls at a giant Magnum and shoots mm. her in the head. This is the, this is the girl who became a zombie, right? Mm-hmm. The cop shoots her with a the rifle, then the headshot with the gun. And then she, it turns out, she says, what's going on here? You just <laughs> shot someone repeatedly, and then went for a headshot, and then it turns out that she didn't know about the zombies. She didn't know what the situation mm. was. She came in and shot this woman repeatedly, not knowing that she was the undead. And- and i would say <laughs> because uh, uh, well, the reason why i'm so baffled but that's the reason why i'm emphasizing this mm. is that when she shows up with a giant assault rifle and a magnum i assumed that was because mm. she knew at least some of right. what was going on that she ju- realized she was getting into a zombie apocalypse style situation but then it turns out that she didn't she just came in with and... all this weaponry and shot this girl to shit not knowing <laughs> where she was i don't know it's about yeah please it's... please make your point yes
1: um <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is uh astonishing and uh and like later on there are you know people in makeup that do look like actual zombies, you know, like they look kinda bloated and grey and whatever. It's, in, um, it's inconsistent, but, yeah. Yeah. But then like you're saying though, this first one, uh that woman when she's like attacking her friends and stuff, she looks the same. She just has like a little bit of blood on her face, I think. Yeah, she doesn't look a zombie it. at all. Yeah. It Yeah so like at the very very least if you are law enforcement or something like uh maybe i don't uh try to at least like fire a warning shot or shoot her in a kneecap or something but no like you said it's just straight like assault rifle to the chest and then (laughs) <laughs> pistol to the head, and then ask what's going on. It cuts almost immediately from this
0: to Kirk on the boat. He's waiting mm-hmm. for Clint Howard, who's stashing the the, the smuggled goods and somewhere on the island because they want to like mm-hmm. have the boat be cleaned for a while. They'll come back for them later, so the police can search them. And a bunch of zombies start climbing up on the side of the boat, and Kirk doesn't even like pause for us. He just he doesn't even yeah. it doesn't phase him at all. He just pulls out a Magnum and starts like shooting zombies left and right mm-hmm. off the side of the boat. Like like he's not even surprised. It, it, it's weird like human beings in this movie do not react to the things around them and the way that a human being should react it's,
1: yeah i mean I, I have so many questions like yeah like do people like what people actually know about the zombies going in and like is this a known thing because again you know like clint howard earlier is trying to you know give protection to you know it seems like he's trying to ward off, like, evil spirits. Like, maybe it's a mystical thing that's known about the island, but, of course, later we find out it's, like, an, a scientific experiment thing. But I don't know, is that something that's been going on for a while? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they end up, you know, they,
0: obviously they they try and survive. They run around. The captain gets bit, because the captain ends up, like, te- teaming up with them. Right, They end up running to each other, and he gets mm-hmm. bit. And I thought this was really weird because obviously once he gets bit by one of the zombies, you're like, okay, so he's going to be the one who slowly turns, and they're going to learn like this is how it works. <laughs> that never happens. Like they, they <laughs> tease they tease the fact that he's been bit multiple times, and he's like there for like most of the movie, and he it's never even brought up that he might turn into one, and they never actually do anything where he does turn into one. He just ends up kind of like you know, going out swinging. Uh, but without ever... And, it, because if it was like, oh, he knows he's going to turn into a zombie, so he's going to sacrifice himself to save everyone else, that would make some sense. But it's never
1: mentioned by anyone or brought up in any form or fashion. And you know what's funny is that there's multiple times in this movie where a character will decide uh, to take themselves out uh with like an explosion, and which kind of sounds like a good thing, except for that it usually like they, they never give the other people time enough to get away.
0: <laughs> yeah, no warning. It's just it's weird to me because like they even make a point of mention when he gets bit, where someone else says, "Oh, is that a bite?" and he's like, "Yeah, it is. Stings pretty bad."
1: And then they just go, "Okay, then," and then just go on a bit of business. It's, it's just weird. And, all, and and all this stuff happens. Uh, from this, uh, I I guess. Uh, I guess like this is about the moment before they go into the. Would this be the titular house of the dead? No, because
0: uh, that's after the big action sequence where there's all the slow motion and these... Because because they, they go into they go okay. into another house first because they meet like another group of characters where our main guy who was narrating earlier on with the longer hair he's there, mm-hmm. and then you have oh, okay. you have the girl who's in the American flag onesie who turns out to be called Liberty, which is like yeah. the laziest possible thing ever.
1: Yeah and there's a really weird line with uh I guess it's supposed to be a joke but I didn't really understand where someone says something along the lines of like uh check the like sound like check the drapes i don't think she's a natural red white and blue Oh i didn't even catch that line sounds like something like, in this movie though Yeah but it's like it's so weird so i'm like i don't really know exactly like is that a i don't know is that a racist thing cuz she's like an asian character or is it I didn't, I didn't really understand it. It's
0: yeah, it's either odd. a dumb pubic hair joke or it's a, a racist yeah. thing because they're saying, oh, she's not really American because she's not white. Like, it's, it's one of those yeah. two things. Um, I do not know. I do not have an answer for you. What uh, I also say the main girl, because uh, I'd say, because like, the main guy is the one who was narrating from the, the second group, mm-hmm. um, who ends up being kind of like more the, the last one of the last surviving characters. And you've got the main girl from the main group who's the only one who is kind of like, hey, maybe it's weird that there's no one here at this rave. Um mm-hmm. she, I mean, obviously there's been so many boobs in this movie at this point that we're not surprised <laughs> at this, but she is very deliberate in a top that's very, you know, kind of revealing, mm-hmm. low, t- low cut. Um more of the problem though is that she jiggles a hell of a lot. Like she is like the camera's constantly focusing on how much she's jiggling as she's running around or or whatever. Um so it's, it's it's worth mentioning the movie obviously is clearly like basking in the boobs. It's basking in every potential boob moment it can have. Sure. Um, we find out the zombies have acid spit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One that's one true. of them
0: spits on someone and they get all acid in their face. Uh, mm-hmm. that's the thing. We get a flashback to the legend of like the the slave who's in the boat, or not even a slave. I think, I think he's just he's just chained up because he's like a he's evil and like a psycho. But he's mm. like the evil scientist who is trying to create an immortality thing, so he makes the zombies. And we, yeah. find, we find out later that the mysterious zombie who's been wearing a hood in the bushes is this guy who's still making more zombies so that he can live forever. He swaps from body to body. Mm. Or something. Cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or he's yeah.
0: draining the life force of people. I don't know. It got really like convoluted by the time they explained all this shit.
1: How did anyone think anyone would care <laughs> about <laughs> this?
0: <laughs> yeah, some of the zombies can jump like like twenty feet in the air. They're, little...
1: they're like doing like parkour and yeah. stuff. Like they're flipping.
0: <laughs> but once the two groups of mares and they go and get the weapons. Uh, which, by the way, the, the 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 sheriff lady really likes her guns because she grabs like the shotgun off the, off of him and he says. Oh, stainless steel, you know, uh, incinerary rounds. And she, like, she,
1: it's basically, <laughs> she
0: basically does a shitty version of that scene from Army of Darkness where, like, she describes the gun, like, in oh, yeah, detail. Yeah. Uh, she's really excited by it. So, mention and, that.
1: Yeah, and I i mean, it's hard to keep track of, like, what's going on in this movie, but I, I forget if this is, like, before or after they're going, like, towards the, the ship at night, and they're... I don't know. Everything up until they have the big action scene to get to the house is just kind of one big blur of like yeah. in the woods and stuff. Yeah, because like it's it's so strange. Um, I mean, I, I hate to give this movie any type of compliment, but like I did kind of like the sometimes like seeing the zombies swim underwater. Like I don't, there's like a a weird surrealness uh, to it that uh, I, I kind of liked. But I mean, I nothing really happens with it, but. Uh, Yeah, there's, like, a weird thing where, like, for some reason, like, a character just, like, starts running into the water and, like, is screaming, like, their (laughs) friend's name or whatever, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, this is so stupid. Get back on land. And then, of course, she gets, like, bit by (laughs) zombies in there. Yeah, it's
0: just a whole thing. Yeah, because she's she's trying to save someone, then someone has to come and save her. It's a whole mess. So it gets up to... So they've got their guns and they're going to, like... They'll, they'll I mean, they're not even intentionally going somewhere. They just end up going towards this house because that's where a lot of the zombies are. And mm. they basically just walk in one big line like a firing squad, <laughs> all firing their guns in unison <coughs> at the, the horde of zombies coming at them. And it mm. becomes this really overlong, ridiculously extended fight sequence where all these zombies... And they have so much ammunition; they're shooting constantly to the point where, like, where this like ten minute sequence ended, and some of them says, "Oh, I think we're almost out of ammo." I'm like, "No, you're out of ammo. <laughs> you you've <laughs> shot enough bullets for the entire military for like a year at this point." But we have to talk about it, some of the things that happen in this big extended sequence because there's a lot of bullshit.
1: Okay,
0: this is where we have to start talking <laughs> about the bullet time, the three sixty shot that it kept going back to over
1: so- and over again. So, I mean, I I could be wrong, but I'm assuming this is maybe a reference to the game. Like, I don't know, like in the game, maybe if you beat a level, you get like a little 360 around your character or something. I I don't know if if you know that or... I have no idea, but... Because it it feels like very video gamey, like something you would see at the end of a level or at the start when you're selecting a character. There's a lot of characters and
0: every single one of them gets at least one, like this thing where time kind of freezes and the, the camera spins around them 360 degrees. And it's terrible. It looks gimmicky and, like, music video-esque. And it looks really terrible. And then there's... there's it's bad. And I, I specifically noted down here in this whole bit, uh, hatchet scene, because there's a scene where... Or a moment in this where a hatchet's thrown uh, mm. at, at a zombie, and it is just ridiculous. The physics are wrong. <laughs> and
1: is that the scene, too, where... uh where i think someone throws maybe it's someone's throwing a hatchet at the same time someone fires a gun and like you see like the bullet flying versus the hatchet
0: (laughs) yeah i i think yeah because i think the bullets like stop the hatchet or or she dodges the hatchet as the as as, as the 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 shells of the shotgun go past the hatchet and go to the the zombie It's like and the CG there is really terrible as well. Might we add? Oh, it's bad. Uh, yeah. The whole thing is ridiculous, and this goes on for ages. Like everyone gets a three hundred and sixty shot. Uh, eventually, mm-hmm. Liberty, who's the one character name other than Kirk that I remember, because every t- every single time they said, "Oh, where's Captain Kirk?" I started, la- you know, I started like not laughing, but like <laughs> just in the inside, just kind of like dying a little bit and be like, "Oh." every time they see yeah. it it's hard not to think about it but at one point liberty runs out of ammo or whatever and she just starts doing like kicks and stuff and again that gets a lot of slow motion and like and even then i was like i, I like i wasn't sure if it was supposed to be martial arts or like they were being racist mm. or if it was just like random sure. kicks like I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing it's overball. i expect the worst let's be honest
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh it it's just it's it's awful but they end up in the house, and they keep talking about then, the
1: house. So it's like this: so it's the titular house of the dead, you know. Yeah. and then what, one thing I do want to mention, because uh, I, I think maybe it might happen to maybe at least like one or two characters here, but mm. I, I don't think they do it for every character. But sometimes when they die, they get what I'm assuming is like a death animation, like from the game, where like they get like a little bit of blood, like you know, like starts flowing down the screen.
0: Ah uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh and there's a lot of cut into game footage during this fight as well. It's constantly oh, doing yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Which like I guess to be honest, like I mean part of me thinks that like if you're doing a very video gamey movie and you're embracing the premise, I I feel like maybe that's an interesting idea to think about incorporating footage like that, but I mean it doesn't work in this at all. Yeah, once they're in the house, the,
0: obviously things calm down a little bit. Uh, the model, you know, the, the guy who was the you know the biggest underwear model in America, uh, yeah. he has this weird scene because he's the one who got acid in his face, where he starts saying like, "I'm a freak, I'm so ugly, no one's ever going to want me now." Uh, yeah. Before the girl who's kind of into him ends up kissing him to make him feel better, yeah. but uh, like, I thought you were under- an underwear model. Does it matter if your face is like burned a
1: little bit? <laughs> well first of all uh i think i'm sure that they can do like skin grafts and stuff that oh sure oh yeah sure F- i mean i mean hell, my my main complaint
0: watching this scene when I, as I was watching it was that wait your mind's going to this already that you think you look oh, a yeah. freak like, <laughs> like zombies are literally still trying to kill you you're not out of danger you, you things are you yeah. got a bit much going on to be concerned about how you look right now
1: yeah no it, it's uh completely ridiculous and uh he, yeah, again, he, like, calls himself the, an elephant man at one he point, does, which, yeah. uh, and, you know, no offense, like, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't I don't want to pass judgment on anyone, but come on, you really think this character knows who the elephant man is? That's a very good point. Also, we have to talk <laughs>
0: about how the cop lady dies, because the cop lady, because the characters throughout this fight scene feel, mm-hmm. like, invincible. They feel like they're bulletproof, yeah. and they're just, like, mm-hmm. killing zombies left and right. They never feel like they're in danger. And then at the end of the scene when her and I think the long-haired guy are going in the house, he goes in Mm -hmm. a window first and then she goes in after him. And basically just in a blinking you'll miss it moment, it seems like the zombies grab her legs and when he pulls her in, her legs are just gone and she's just dying there from blood loss and then she dies. (laughs) Like that's her. And it felt like she, it felt like she, the death just feels so sudden, but not like a shocking way. It feels like, wait, we'll just, oh, she's lost her legs. Oh, okay. I guess she's, I guess she's dead. Okay. I guess we'll move on. (laughs)
1: Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh it, it's kind of like baffling that like her and the captain seem like the most capable, the people that make the most sense that they would, you know, be able to use these weapons and fend themselves off, and like they're kind of like the earliest people to die. Yeah, uh, I have a, I have
0: a note here that I don't understand. Maybe you can, uh, enlighten sure. me. I've written down mm-hmm.
1: Captain Dynamite. Uh yeah so I, I believe uh captain kirk doesn't his character uh so i think they're like inside one of the huts or houses or whatever yeah. and then he sees clint howard's character become a zombie mm. and he get i i if, if, what i think happens is like when he sees that he's kind of like oh no they've gone too far now i, I need <laughs> to take my revenge so he goes out and then i believe he has a bunch of dynamite around him and then um, does I, he jump in a well i remember him using
0: dynamite but i i just i, I don't remember Maybe Captain Dynamite's just
1: maybe that's my joke. Yeah. Maybe I just wrote that down because he's. I I feel like he blows himself up. Yeah. He, he might even like jump in a well or something. He does. Uh, but the thing that's always funny with the explosions, though, is like, yeah, it always seems like someone's like, "Hey, you go on ahead. I'll uh, you know, I'll take care of these guys." But then like the explosion always seems like to cause like damage and almost like kill or hurt the other people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think instead this... of like being this big noble gesture. This movie, in general, gets the Paul W. S. Anderson
0: Award for the gratuitous use of slow motion, but oh sure, uh, yeah. one of the biggest examples actually comes up when they're escaping into the tunnels underneath the house. Um, yeah. The underwear model guy stays behind to shoot the gunpowder because they find like big barrels of gunpowder, and he stays yeah. behind <laughs> to shoot them. Like the slow motion as he shoots the gunpowder is absolutely ludicrous. Like it's just like, <laughs> such a stupid moment. I, I, yeah. I like it's just moment after moment of of absolute madness. <clears throat> um yeah so one of the girls gets herself killed in the tunnels uh basically for no reason it's really stupid uh the bi- the biggest thing though is that the, the goofy guy from earlier the one who vomited the one who was saying humpity bumpity you know that guy the guy because the- that's the same guy who we-, we actually skipped over a scene where he was trapped in the porta potty and had oh, yeah, sh- yeah. shit all over him when he finally got out uh Funny. he he shows up and sort of lures them away or lures one of them away and it turns out this is actually the main villain who is wearing his face, but it doesn't look like it's warped or weird or leather face style or anything like that. It looks like it's just the actor playing him, right? And then he pulls off the face like he's a Scooby-Doo villain. He's like, nah, it's me. Your friend is dead. I was just wearing his face.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if they're expecting like a big reaction <laughs> from the people watching this movie, but... It's kind of just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's also uh, doing like a, I wrote I wrote
0: down Dracula voice. It's like he was trying to do a Dracula mm-hmm. accent. I don't know if Yeah, that makes sense for this region of the uh the world. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh so here's a mad side this we get more 360 stuff.
1: Um he, then, I like the, the scene when in the uh in the lab where like they <laughs> they have like the that one like fish tank full of like red blood and the uh there's like a thing swimming around inside it and like Mm. it's very clearly like stuck in this like whatever cage but someone is like decides to shoot it anyway yeah uh because because he's got them tied up he's going to
0: like drain them of life or whatever he's doing and they get away they end up outside and we get this fight scene, and this is, you know, I was talking about how they're all really capable with guns and they all want to be badasses. The main girl, when they get outside, because at this point, it's just the main girl and the main guy, as you know, as in the narrator from the start, right? Mm-hmm. The, the slightly longer-haired guy. Um, he gets
1: like put down, and she ends up having a sword fight with the main bad guy. No, d- I don't know if you remember this, but at the beginning of the movie, I believe during the narr- narration, at some point, uh, the guy mentions that they broke up, and he says, like, I had to focus on my study and she had her fencing. Do you know what? I didn't remember that. So are you telling me the movie actually set up her? I... <laughs> it does. I, I specifically remember... Uh, okay. Think... It, it's funny because I, I specifically remembered it just because I was... It, it sounded weird to me because I was like... I mean, you, you can still remain a couple if you have to study and she has to take fencing lessons like that's it's not like impossible things to make a relationship work like which well, he's just studying all the time and she's just fencing all the time it's Wait. like
0: was it was it what was it underwear model guy that was narrating i thought it was this guy who survives to the end that was narrating at the start i don't
1: remember who's who but they yeah, okay <laughs> but i mean so someone if it someone mentions it at the beginning yeah. though so it is actually set up that Uh, And that's the other thing that I was thinking about. I was like, all right, it's weird that they're bringing up that she likes to fence. I wonder if that will come into
0: play later. This entire time, I was thinking, why is she so good at sword fighting? Because they have Mm -hmm. this big sword fight where they're they're properly swashbuckling back and forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, you know, to stay true to the movie's tone, uh, she gets stabbed in between the tits. Like, literally, (laughs) like she gets stabbed through the chest in the cleavage. That's That's where she gets stabbed. Um... And then, but we get a game, game, game over effort. Um, mm. Like when, when the 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 business suit guys show up to cover things up, uh, they refer mm. to zombies as reanimated Homo sapiens. Um, Jesus. And right. also, when they show up, they say, "Oh, we're here to rescue you." And then, very just kind of like I don't know, almost deadpan, one of them just says, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thank you." Uh, there's a thing here. I, I I didn't obviously get this, but the guy the, the the guy who survived with her, the guy from the second group, uh, with a slightly longer hair, he uh, mm-hmm. mentions his name finally at the end of this. And apparently mm-hmm. that name is important from the games. Apparently that's the villain from the games, this guy. So why he's the hero in the movie, I don't know. Uh, Weird. <laughs> if it was something that was carried on into the sequel where he mm-hmm. became a villain in the second one, that would make sense. But apparently the second mm-hmm. one is uh, doesn't even have these characters in it. Like, it's just, you know. Jeez, I didn't even realize they made a second one. (laughs) Yeah, apparently there's the House of the Dead 2, which I didn't know about either. Um, I don't know if it it was Uwe Bull who made it, though. Jeez. (laughs) Let's find out.
1: And it's so weird, like, I... Again, these are, like, arcade shooting games. Like, I'm surprised that they even have, like, characters or, like, story elements (laughs) to them that you could carry over to a movie. Imagine being the guy who
0: directs a directed video sequel to an overblown film. Oh God, <laughs> Michael Hurst. I, I don't know what you did to you know, <clears throat> like get the life that you had, but I, I can't imagine that you're excited about it. Um, I mean, it has to be better than
1: this, right? Like it's you would think.
0: <laughs> I actually kind of recognize the actress in the second one, uh, Emmanuel okay. Vo- Voyager Voyager. Uh, mainly just because she was on Smallville for a bit which is funny because so was Erica Durance <laughs> in this one is, is that is that the House maybe. of the Dead's legacy is it each one had a, a Smallville actress in it oh, maybe yeah <laughs> uh, she was also in Saw 2 but yeah I, I vaguely recognise that <laughs> name uh, I don't recognise anyone else though I don't think hmm. oh said Higgs in the second one. Oh, okay you well that's what I that's one had Clint Howard and Jörgen Proctor, the second one has sick mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: there's a, quite a bit of horror legacy <laughs> to these movies
0: oh yeah yeah I'm sure they're all proud of their time in these movies <laughs> uh okay um this movie's mm-hmm. garbage I uh, you know yeah. the, the, the performances like sound <clears> unhuman <throat> but not in a way that's funny like mm-hmm they come across as really like try hard and like or actually do you know what i think that, do you know, I think that's actually it's the opposite this is the problem with these the reason why we tend to love things like the room or we love things like birdemic or mm-hmm. or other movies of that kind or you know verotica is obviously an example right or the evil mm-hmm. within was one that we reviewed a couple of years ago is that mm-hmm. these movies are made by people who think they're making great movies and they're passionate about it uva boll yep. Despite the fact that he claims that his movies are great and he thinks he's making good stuff, I don't actually believe that he thinks these are good movies. I I don't think he actually cares or is passionate about what he's doing. And I think that comes across. Everything just feels like it's happening mm-hmm. because they're ticking a box. Like, oh, we have to have them say lines like this to set up this thing so it's set up and here we are, we're done. Movie over.
1: Yeah, or, or like, uh, I would say, let's say maybe... it's possible maybe he is like passionate about it, but he's like lazy about it as well. Like he's Mm. like, maybe he wants to make a good movie, but then he's not putting in the work to actually make it good. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like he's, he's not trying to think of like, Hey, this doesn't work. So how can we make it work? It's just like, it it seems like there's probably a lot of him going like, all right, good enough. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Or, Hey, this doesn't make sense. Doesn't, don't care it looks cool let's go yeah it's like super sloppy
0: it's just it's one of these things when you watch like say i don't know the evil within or like but Emic is definitely super sloppy but some of these other examples (laughs) aren't sloppy in the sense that there's clearly passion there's clearly a lot of attention put in. they're just like terrible uh whereas Mm if a bowl films do feel just incompetent in the way that they're put together um Mm -hmm. In a way that just does do does genuinely feel lazy, and I hate to call filmmakers lazy because they are really hard things to do. Like making a movie is takes yeah. a lot of work; it's very difficult. And even someone who doesn't make good movies still spends a lot of effort doing it. This stuff that, that somehow Uva Bowl's is a director who always feels like he's phoning it in. Like, like, mm-hmm. he, and maybe that's just he doesn't understand how to make a good movie. But then I yeah. can critique him because he never learned; he never tried to make a good movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. totally.
0: <laughs> it's it's baffling uh
1: yeah uh, the fact that he got to like make more than one movie is just yeah absolute insanity
0: (laughs) yeah um i don't know what else there's to add it's you know it's sleazy it's you know it's it's, like i say erica duran's entire character Mm -hmm. is that she's on the beach and it's especially bad when she gets out of the water and she's standing in just Mm -hmm. her underwear uh like just sh- kind of shivering cuz it's so cold like yeah i don't know i i, I can't imagine uh, the experience of working on a movie like this for a lot of these actors was that uh enjoyable
1: yeah no i mean you're totally right uh, it's sleazy um you know none of the characters are interesting like they're not uh you know like sometimes like bad movies like at least if you have like interesting characters or or whatever that that can help it but these are just those kind of typical like hey they're attractive people saying lines which is you know pretty boring and you know the story is nonsensical Um it tries to incorporate like like literal elements of the game which you know in some instances uh, could be cool but is like so dumb and and again it gets in a very lazy way here where it's like no, I'm literally just putting like game footage in here. It's like, okay, that's like yeah, like the least creative like, you know, thing you can think of to do. And um yeah, it doesn't look good like uh I'm I, I'm surprised that this was in theaters. I don't think it was in theaters very long, but like
0: Yeah, it barely was... it barely looks like a network TV show in terms of like visual Yeah. Like he
1: should like if anything, Uva Uva Bowl should be like a sci-fi director you know uh, not yeah. like uh not the genre but the tv yeah, channel the, the,
0: yeah the network when they we're making *Sharknado 5 and shit like that yeah. it feels like he belongs
1: like,
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> um oh. and, and and those things feel soulless that yeah. this this is miraculous and it's it's like one man's like ma- making that happen but it's still how feels soulless anyway like because you yeah. know a lot of the, the good bad movies the ones that are fun to watch are because they still have a lot of soul because you feel like this passion that was poured into it I feel no passion in this. It feels... Oh, no. It feels like he just... I don't know. It feels so cynical. It feels so... Mm. It, it really does feel like one person is is driving this all forward and is, like, forcing his shitty film upon the world. But he's not doing <laughs> it because he cares about it. He's doing it because... It, and this is, like, a weird thing to say, but it's like a one-person movie studio where he's doing it for all the, the cynical money reasons. He's just doing this... It, 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 we said at the start, he's like a con man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a product to him he's just churning out a product and normally we say that about movie productions where it's the studio have said they'll make a sequel to this thing and it's just this mm-hmm. this vapid soulless thing or it's something like sci-fi where they're doing the intentional bad movies and it just feels like no we're just shitting this out so that we've got something to put out this feels like that's coming from one person which is weird because typically when one person is the driving force behind a movie or a work of art it's because they they love it with every fiber of their souls because they they care about it mm-hmm. And it's because, you know, for good or bad, they believe in it. And yeah. this is no, this is I want to make some money, so I'm going to pump out some content. And it's just so cynical and terrible in every way. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and it's what makes Uva Bowl a truly terrible director. they don't even have that charm. There's not even even that humor to it. It's just mm-hmm. just bad. Just bad through and through.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Do I read it then? I guess. Do to... <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I'm gonna give it a a 1.5. Um, <gasps> yeah, I don't. I mean, there's so very little uh, redeeming about it. Um, I, I'm giving it the little extra bump of the 0. 0.5 just because. Um, I, I guess maybe on on the one hand, uh, like there is just the idea that it exists and it's video gamey, you know, There, that is kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, there's a few times I laughed uh, throughout it because of how bad it was, but um, it's definitely not as fun as like other bad movies. Uh, so it's yeah, very little to recommend here. Yeah. I,
0: I'll go with a straight one out of 10. Oof. <laughs> I mean, I think blood Rain. I might have given a zero. Wow. Uh, I think this is slightly better than that. <coughs> which is not saying a whole lot, but... Yeah. I this mean,
1: is... I don't... Yeah. I mean, you know, we uh, we give some pretty low scores, but, I mean, ones and zeros, you don't really give out lightly. But, I mean, if there's yeah. anyone that deserves them...
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, mean I, I take giving it a 10 very seriously, and a zero's kind of the same way in the opposite end of the spectrum, yeah. where I'm only going to give that out if it's, like, diabolically terrible. Like, there's something just... Mm-hmm. Like mean about it almost, yeah. um. And I feel like Uva Ball is the sort of the rare case where he might achieve that multiple times if we end up having to do more <laughs> of these. Um,
1: yeah. Know. I mean, I, I, I watched Alone in the Dark, but I don't, I don't remember anything about it. But I mean, I remember it being, uh, I I guess the only thing I remember is that it was really bad. So it, I wouldn't be surprised if that would be on the same scale as, as
0: yeah. this. Yeah, because he's he's such a poor taste. Uh, mm. Director as well, so you know I I know that he's got like real Peter footage and something that's like really nasty. Pretty cool. uh, I, I'm pretty sure Postal has 911 jokes in it and things like that. Yeah. Like, it,
1: like you know, there's there's a, there's a genuine nastiness to the attitude that the oh, films yeah. have. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and like even him as a person, like you know, he you know was kind of infamous for like challenging people to boxing matches that didn't like his movies <laughs> and stuff. Like, it's like Jesus, come on, yeah. All in end, he's kind of a shithead,
0: and his movies yeah. are just diabolically bad. I, I I have nothing else to add. That is... The House of the Dead garbage. <laughs> It's garbage. Sorry, let me rephrase that. It's garbage. Garbage. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so if you made it this far in the review, uh, please put the word liberty into the comments. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Tem, I'm going to do a thumb, the pose for the thumbnail, so if you could okay. please. Three, two, one, pose! <laughs> you look very confident.
1: That's like my character select, uh, yes. pose. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, so thank you very much for joining
0: us. Uh, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments. Please do hit the like button. Like is super important on YouTube. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's for the algorithm to, you know, say it in the soulless way that it is. But the mm-hmm. more video gets likes and comments, the more it gets shared out and the more audience we grow and so on and so on. So it's greatly appreciated and it's the nice, easy and free way to support us. We mentioned Patreon earlier. If you want to support us financially, patreon.com slash TV from as little as $1 per month. So please do go and have a look if you're interested in that and getting some bonus content. Um guys on Twitter at Screams Midnight for, you know, updates and funny stuff and Tim tweets out weird things on there sometimes. <laughs> uh so go go and have a look at that. Uh, otherwise, yeah, continue enjoying the October Thon. Uh I think this is gonna up relatively early in the month, you know, like the second week. So mm. hopefully it's been fun so far. A lot more still to come. And uh yeah, so yeah, happy October 2020. Uh, we'll see you very, very soon within a couple of days, I assume, if the schedule goes to plan. um But yeah, so thank you once again for watching, listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.